This is Tristop, Sunday night, August the 8th, 2021, and I'm Donald Wayne. I'm Dennis Lee. Oh, you got you on. You're on the boombox there, buddy boy. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. What's what's this? I can't get in. You, I can't get in. <laughs> I, was I, getting, I was getting ready to answer you, and then well, lo and behold, your little thing pops yeah. up that's the way it goes <laughs> well howdy 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 sunday night start of another Indeed. week we're just counting yeah. them off just like that you know it's like uh before you know it i'm telling you it's gonna be turkey time that's right be stuffing right. that it's like a marvelous feast You'd be stuffing that gobbler in your mouth. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, poke that thing. I hope it's not too dry for you. <laughs> uh, save the neck for me, Clark. Yeah. Don't go throwing that away. Uh, have you ever eaten the neck? No. You no, ever sucked on the neck? I don't feast upon the neck like that, Donway. Yeah. I just, yeah, you know. And it's funny that I'll eat I'll eat chicken livers. That's the only really kind of liver I like. Now I've eaten beef liver, but I'm not real crazy about it. But I, those other parts of the chicken, I don't know the heart, all those things. That's just too weird to me to eat a chicken heart. That sounds like some kind of sacrificial stuff to me. But um, yeah, some kind of sexual ritual or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Jeez. how you get that out of it. But. <laughs> That seems a little bit of a stretch for, but hey, it can be All what right. whatever. <laughs> well, I guess the defense. <laughs> oh boy! Well, lot of <sighs> lot of ridiculousnessness. Ridiculous. Did you watch any of the Olympics? Um, you know, we did, we did watch a little bit yesterday. Um, we watched, we watched some rowing events and, uh, and, uh, some of the, the 50, uh, kilometer race, uh, the 50 kilometer walking race. And I didn't know that you could have a race by walking, but these people were power walking. Oh, that was fast um, walking. I, I yeah, didn't know that. I like, didn't know that was an Olympic event. Is that for old people or something? 
No, no, no. It's only the physically fit because you're walking for about three and a half to four hours. Power walking. Yeah. You have to keep a certain pace. Uh, there's all these strict rules or you'll be disqualified. Uh-huh. And it, it, it ended up being a total of like in our um, measurements here of like almost 32 miles that you're power walking. So like from here <laughs> um, to Tucker, you're going to power walk. Um, and if anybody's listening that's, you know, from Georgia or is familiar with Georgia, it's a pretty long ways. Yeah, but they don't know where you are. So from here to Tucker doesn't tell them anything, Dennis Lee. Well, uh, Marietta <laughs> to Tucker. How about that? Uh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's probably yeah. 28 miles or something like that. 25 miles. miles. Yeah. So, yeah, a good little stretch. Um, man, they were just, it it was uh, it was funny to watch them because if you watched anybody power walk, it's like they're doing some kind of odd dance, uh, and like they could throw their hip out at any moment. But you know, uh, I, I I mean I I couldn't do it. I mean I couldn't power walk for thirty minutes, let alone four hours. So you know, back in the day when uh, our little well not our little but our big mall over there. Uh, was still a, a happening place, you know, uh, on the weekends, especially Sundays, you would see senior citizens power walking around the upper level of the, the mall. It was kind of a sight sight to see. But, uh, yeah, they'd have their arms kind of up, almost folded in front of them like they make fists, and they're walking down through there real briskly, as briskly right. as you can walk when you're 80-something years old. But Right. Yeah. But Just, I don't. Um, yeah. Did you watch any of it? No. Nope. Yeah. Didn't. Uh, couldn't get that on my schedule. <laughs> but I mean, I was actually excited. I, I would watch some of the recaps about it. And I, I was excited to see uh, some of the uh, participants were very patriotic. Um, I remember the one girl that won some. Oh, gosh, I don't remember what she won now. But she had the flag draped around her her back and her head. She was holding it up behind her head, and it was yeah. – said there was a lot of, uh, of the Olympic athletes that were very patriotic when they had the opportunity. So, well, um, I, I think this weekend wrapped up the actual Olympics. It, and we it were, did. We, yeah, we were falling behind China and the gold medal count um, – you know, for a minute, which is a little concerning given our current state of affairs with them. But um, glad to report that we ended up totaling the medal count overall for the whole Olympics with 113 medals, 39 gold, 41 silver, and 33 bronze with a uh, beating China out uh, in the gold medal section by one. Oh my Old gosh! Metal. Yeah, China was yeah. ahead yesterday. Yes, on, on Saturday, and uh, but we were ahead on the total count, oh, but oh. we were just behind on what the heck is that? What we got? You don't hear that? Oh, no. oh, you don't hear that? Okay, I have no, no idea what the hell that is. But <laughs> we were, yeah, we were ahead on the total count yesterday, but behind on the right. gold medal. Well, that's yeah, great. We were concerned about the gold, and and by 
Jolly, we whooped them all with the gold. So did we get the gold uh, in the basketball? Because I know that we had, we're uh, yes. we were yeah. we were having our butt beat on the basketball yeah. by by oh, France beat us last week. They did, they did. But we finally came back. And I mean, how about a a big round of applause for America for 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 working that out? That's that's right, America. Everybody should be proud. Yes. Even yes. those that were there who were representing us were ashamed. Uh, I'm still <laughs> proud that we pulled out those kind of numbers at the Olympics. Well, I haven't seen the count, but I did. Like I said, I did hear that a number of the athletes uh, showed their patriotism. And one right. one girl, the one that I was talking about with the flag, she said, "I'm so glad to be in America. I'm so proud to be an American." And I'm like. Okay, I bet you're going to get a lot of hate mail from the liberals tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, bless her well, heart. It like old Russia, old Russia uh, ended up in the in the bottom five there with 71 medals and only 20 gold. You know that's kind of uh, odd considering Russia. That used to be their thing. You know they, I mean they put some well, of the strongest people in competition for the Olympics. Yeah, I don't know what they, happened. They run they out of got, money or something. Well, they got their hands spanked uh, for for the whole doping thing, you know, last time, and that caused them for this go around of the Olympics, they couldn't show their um, their flag, their national flag, and they could not go under the name of Russia. They had to go under Russia Olympic Committee, so they couldn't <laughs> even use their own name. Uh, that's uh, crazy. So, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, I'd say I feel sorry for him, but I don't. Well, uh, there was one uh, Olympian that um, defected. Was it from Iran, I believe? She wasn't. She said she's not going back. Was it it Iran? I thought it was like... um, um, It was... was, uh, Or the European Union... Places. I, th- um, thought it was, I thought it was Iran, but I could be wrong. Okay. It, it, yeah. it, it just kind of kind of stuck in my head when I saw that, and she said she wasn't going back. I, I I would imagine that's a pretty pretty common occurrence for some of those countries to lose <sighs> people when they have a chance to get away. I wouldn't go back to Iran. Let's see. Although we have listeners in Iran, yeah, so I guess we uh, better be nice. <laughs> Christina Simone, um, she's, uh, I think she was, uh, oh, goodness gracious, come on. Where is it? Yeah. yeah. The latest one, um, can't really sell, no. I think I saw it on Friday, maybe, that that story popped up. But um, anyway, I think that's the only one that I I saw that defected. I'm surprised uh, a lot more haven't. But like I said, we have. Uh, It was Iranian. Yeah. Okay. So, and we we have uh, we have some regular listeners in Iran. So, um, you know. Well, Which, then they had that weightlifter, uh, Ugandan weightlifter that went missing from the Olympics. Um, Julius, uh, I'm just going to say Julius S. Um, <laughs> uh, you're not going to. Missing from attempt. Uganda's training camp. No, I'm not even going to attempt. Um, 
from the Ugandan training camp in uh, Osaka um, back on the 17th, I believe. Hmm. So. You may end up showing up on the southern border. Could be. Yeah. We seem to have a, a lot of different countries showing up down there. Well, you know. I'm, I'm, I really, like I said, uh, last time, I think we talked about it. I, I like the winter Olympics a little bit better. I don't know why I like the bobsled and the, the luge and the, and the ski jumps and all that, but, um, I'm not a big fan of the ice skating, although, I mean, it is, I mean, it's fantastic what those people can do. I can't even stand up right. on ice skates. So, you know, if somebody no, can no, do pirouettes and leap up into the sky and come back down and not break something. I mean, I think that's amazing, but I look forward to the winter Olympics. <sighs> well, you well know, they, they even uh, we, we did watch the um, <clears throat> real quick. We did watch the, some of the equestrian stuff too. And then they had a coach that got kicked out of the Olympics after he punched a horse. <laughs> Yeah, I know, it, yeah. I know that's not uh, well, funny. Actually, but... it a, I'm sorry, it's a she, actually. She um, punched because, a Yeah, because um, during the show, uh, um, because the horse didn't, you know, didn't make it. Kim Reisner, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, got, uh, she's a German pentathlete. Um and uh, yeah, I punched the horse because they didn't win. So, okay, struggled to kind of con- well. controlling the horse. So instead of uh, the horse refused to jump, to jump. So I guess the next obvious thing was to punch the horse. Uh, Wouldn't it have been funny you know, if the horse had kicked her in the back of the head or something? Got I mean, back. I hope that it does. <laughs> Don't go punching animals like that. No, what the hell is wrong with people. Oh, if we had the time to right. talk about it. So, yeah, well, okay, so it's over. What did it run, two weeks or a week? I don't know. I think two weeks, yeah. Two weeks. All right, well, you know what's coming up. Football. Yeah, I don't know when the opener American is football. for the NFL. Um, actually, the um, – Hall of Fame game, I think it is, um, opened up, and that was the Cowboys and the Steelers opened up this past Monday, and I wasn't aware that they were even having a game, so I missed that, which was okay because um, we only scored three points. I think the Steelers, <laughs> the Steelers scored 17. So, Are you serious? Well, yeah, I'm yeah, not going to uh, miss anything this year. That... No, I, the, the big game that I was looking for is the um, Cardinals and the Cowboys play this coming Friday night, so that's more the opener for me. Uh, um, well, that's the regular season or preseason game, but yeah, it's start. It's all officially really starting this coming weekend. So, well, you can tell me all about it. Yeah, I won't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's not. There's well, I'll see it on. I'll see it on some news news thing somewhere who won and who didn't plus all the stories about all the wokeness that's going on at the games but uh i guess the college will be starting i don't know when college 
Uh, well, actually, I don't guess they start till the last week of August, I believe. So yeah, yeah. Get, get my what? It only lasts what? Ten games. Ten, yeah, ten games. So it goes quick. <laughs> yes, it does. I can't wait that for it, it does, to get Clark. started, though. Yes, but um, <laughs> yeah, I talked a little bit the other night when I was solo about uh, about that. I was doing something about. Uh, sports and uh i reminded everybody that i won't be watching nfl this year but uh we'll see how it goes unless they change the policy unless they decide quickly that that uh black national anthem is not going to fly too well but we'll see we'll see how the ratings go all right uh still don't really want to talk about Cuomo. I feel like part of me wants to talk about him, but then the other part, eh, it's really not worth it. He's going to get beat up enough as it is. But uh, the guy is still... Wife. Why if he didn't have a wife? Uh, his, ex, his ex-wife. <laughs> I think they've been divorced for a while. That's, that's why he was telling that, that state trooper that he was so lonely. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, there's we got a damn duck or something. It's, I don't know what that is. I have no idea. I have no idea. I, I'm, I keep looking here, uh, unless unless it's the Bluetooth thing that's making a noise. Uh, it could be. But it's fully charged, so I don't know. Indeed it is. One of those pod beam <laughs> mysteries. Bless their heart. Um, God bless him. What was I saying about uh, Cuomo? Yeah, he's been divorced for a while. But what what'll be interesting to see for me is what they do with Chris Cuomo. Chris, I feel like it's I got a lisp here. Chris Clo- Quith, Cuomo. Quith Quith Cuomo <laughs> uh, on CNN. <laughs> 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 the, the Cox oh, News boy. Network. I don't know that. Did, oh, okie dokie. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> interesting? <laughs> <laughs> I bet that'll get a lot of hits. <laughs> oh, boy. Did you know that uh, Dodge and Chrysler Ram, they've been bought by some conglomerate? Uh, it's no longer an American company. I just I saw that it's not on my schedule here, but I, I just random thoughts coming through my head, trickling mm. from one side to the other. But uh, yeah, I read that they've been bought out and now they're part of this conglomerate that includes Peugeot and um, uh, Citroen. You remember that ugly, uh, to me, it's one of the ugliest cars that they ever created. It's a French car. I think it's made in Peugeot? France. No, uh, Citroen. It's like uh, looks like a cigar on wheels. No. You, you, you'd know it if if you saw a picture of it. But it was ugly, ugly car. I don't think it ever really took off over here. But they they you know that was a mainstay in Europe, oh. or especially in France. But yeah, now so the headquarters of this this conglomerate is in. Um, Oh gosh! I know. I was thinking it was France, but now I believe it's in Sweden or Norway. So uh, they're not American 
cars anymore. Well, the company's not American. They still make them here. But, uh, yeah, they've been bought out. They've been bought out so they can uh, – their their plan is that they, they're going to, you know, uh, bring some of the models together. They're going to kind of economize them and, and make some models kind of go from one uh, series to another. And then they're also looking at increasing their production of electric vehicles. So they feel like this new change will make that make that happen. You remember when Chrysler was bailed out? Uh, gosh, what twenty years ago? Uh, Lee I oh, Coca yeah. yeah. was head of Chrysler, and and I believe it was under uh, uh, Bill Clinton when uh, they got money to to stay right. afloat. And now now they've been sold to a uh, foreign power. So no telling. So your hmm. your RAM will no longer be <laughs> an American RAM anymore. That's right. Well, they know where they can RAM at. Uh, so there goes me buying a RAM truck. I guess. I, oh, you know, I was I noticed too because I, I I what I was doing I was reading an article about uh, electric cars and and Biden was saying you know he he expected. Um, uh, I think it was a directive or what do you call the uh, executive order that he he signed that uh, he wants all American manufacturers by the year 2030 or 32. I can't remember which one to be. Uh, the, he wants 50 percent of the cars in this country to be um, electric. Oh, so, wow. um, yeah. So it was talking about General Motors and General Motors is, you know, now we're starting to see more electric vehicles and now even pickup mm-hmm. trucks. Yes. Thank you for that. But I don't even know uh, <laughs> who who can afford one of these pickup trucks. Have you seen the prices on some of these new electric pickup trucks? Uh, no, but I can they're imagine st- they're like 60, what, 80 grand? 60, 70, $80,000. Um, but, I saw in this article that one of the things that kind of, because it was also asking about Chinese influence with the American automakers, you know, and it come, come to find out that actually General Motors sells more vehicles. It's just a small percentage. It's not even a full percentage point to China, to Chinese dealers than it does American dealers. Hmm. So, um, but you know we got some issues, and they've they've got also got a new a new uh, uh, component for a new kind of electric battery that's supposed to be better than the what is it the uh, the ion battery? What is that called? Uh, lithium or yeah, lithium lithium ion battery. There's supposed to be an element that that even is a better element for that. But unfortunately, China controls most of these elements. I mean, they, they produce more than anybody in the world because they've been buying, uh, uh, what do you say, mineral mines in uh, uh-huh. South. Yes, thank you. Mineral mines in <laughs> South America and uh, some other places where some of these elements are being found. So while we're sitting here worried about uh, <laughs> Still talking about Trump 
and still trying to screw up our country. China's out buying, uh, making investments in mines around the world so they can control a lot of the minerals. What do you think about that? I believe it. Oh, well. I believe it. We so, problems with China. Yeah, I think they've been they've been backdooring us for uh, a long time, and uh, now it's starting to show. And it may be a, the very reason why we don't we don't retaliate as strongly as we should against China, because there's so many people over here now beholding to China for, and the, and they they cherish the Chinese market for so many things. Uh, isn't that crazy? That that. The, the most free country in the world, the, the 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 greatest country in the history of Earth, and we're we're getting our butt kicked by China. And well, we don't have anybody to blame but ourselves for that. Our government's letting that happen. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> there's 24 minutes of just stuff that you probably already knew, but. <laughs> Now you know even more. Know even more. Even more confused than you were before. (laughs) Okay. I think I'll use that little uh, uh, for a signal to, you know, like they use a little bell when you're doing rapid uh, readings, you know, of different stories. Right. Well, watch it. It'll stop now. It won't do it again for a while. Yeah, I won't hear it the whole time now. (laughs) And I won't know what to do. Uh, So my... First thing, this, this, I've always got something that pisses me off, you know, there you go. Oh, I ran out of time. Good Lord. It's your turn. (laughs) (laughs) I need to be timing that and see how, I don't know what it is. I could, uh, hang on a second. Let me, let me, let me pull this out. Whoa! Uh, let's see Whoa. now. See if, <laughs> if if we hear it again, it's not going to be this thing. Okay. okay, that's a little Bluetooth. I pull my Bluetooth okay. out. Uh, so you know, when you think that these people in this country can't do anything any more stupid, uh, did you hear that they're going to uh, that the Democrats are wanting to investigate Kavanaugh again for? for some of those allegations that were brought against him back during the uh, Supreme court uh, confirmation hearings. What was it? Two years ago, three years ago now. Yeah. More, yeah. More than two years ago. How can they bring that back up? Well, here's the thing. Let me see if I can find the article here. Who there's a picture that I won't forget. Um, so it's, oh, this is, <laughs> this is from the, the guardian. Jeez. Oh, uh, yes. It. Uh, I don't know Getting who. Real. I don't know who. Yeah, that was. That'll stay with me a long time. But it says a group of senators that say a letter from Chris Ray shows that the FBI gathered more than forty five hundred tips, tips, without any apparent further action. I want to make sure I pronounce that properly. Uh, anyway, so a group of U.S. Democrat senators on Thursday said that the newly released material shows the FBI failed to fully investigate sexual misconduct allegations against the U.S. Supreme Court Justice 
Brett Kavanaugh when he was nominated to the court in 2018. So I guess it was three years ago. Uh, the senators, including Sheldon Whitehouse of Rhode Island and Chris Coons of Delaware, said a letter they received from the FBI director, Chris Ray, last month shows the FBI gathered more than 4,500 tips relating to Kavanaugh without any apparent further action by investigators. Now, here's my question. That's not all the article, but here's my question. I mean, we know back when this went on, I mean, Trump didn't have any friends in the FBI. So how in the world do you think that the FBI wouldn't have done everything they could at that time to look into things that might have kept that nomination from going through? That's my question. It's not like they're going to say, oh, well, you know, Donald Trump influenced the FBI. No, he didn't because <laughs> they didn't right. like him. He didn't have any friends in the FBI, not in, not in management anyway. So... I can't help but think that this is just something because, you know, they're desperate to get, you know, they would love to be able to kick somebody off the Supreme court because they'll impeach him if they, if they want to. Um, So they can put somebody, let Joe Biden nominate some moron to be on the court. But anyway, the article goes on. It says the admissions in your letter corroborate and explain numerous credible accounts by individuals and firms that they had contacted the FBI with information highly relevant to allegations of sexual misconduct by Justice Kavanaugh only to be ignored. If the FBI was not authorized to or did not follow up on any of the tips that it received from the tip line, it is difficult to understand the point of having a tip line at all, the Democrat lawmaker said in a letter to Ray sent on Wednesday night. Um... Christine Blasey, Blasey, Christine Blasey Ford alleged that Kavanaugh attempted to rape her in the early 80s when they were teenagers at a house party in Maryland on the outskirts of Washington, D.C., and he faced other allegations of misconduct following Ford's harrowing description of an alleged assault when she and Kavanaugh were in high school. Of course, Kavanaugh uh, denied the claim. Let's see if it says any more. Um, uh, the FBI well, was called. I mean, yeah. What? I, well, you know, and not to, you know, say that she doesn't have a right to be heard at all. Um, but why is that? Why would they just come out then? You know what I mean? He's obviously moved up in success all these years. Why would she have not come out and prevented him from advancing uh, all throughout his life, you know, at any point rather than now, you know, other than people digging to try and discredit him. Well, you know, I, I asked that question back in 2018 when that came out and, and you have to be careful because, you know, it, it's almost like when you may, when you ask a question like that, then, then these me too groups are saying, Oh, you don't believe women. Well, that's not the case. Right, right. It's just like, if you, if somebody did something like that to me, and then I saw them start becoming more successful and gaining popularity. And cause he's, he's been a judge. He was a judge before that. 
So why wouldn't you want to go after him sooner and wait instead right. of wait until he goes for the Supreme Court? And then she had right. something to say about it. Then I don't remember exactly what her what her reasoning was, but it's just almost like, well, she just didn't think that it was right for him to be in that office uh, because of what he did to her. But, you know, my understanding is based on the, the trial that that proceeded or the testimony that proceeded. You know, they pretty much discounted a lot of what she said because she didn't remember all of it. She had a vague memory of it. Of course, I have a vague memory of just about everything that happened in high school for me. So, but um, I, I just think it's all a political game right now. And, and uh, again, I, I don't see how they could say that the FBI was coerced by the president or anybody else to you. Cause you know, as bad as they hated Donald Trump by, by 2018, they were already ready to start impeaching the guy. So why wouldn't they have gone full guns, anything they had to try to stop anything that he was doing, but they didn't. Right. So this, this, right. this seems like a bunch of malarkey to me, but you know, they're, they're grasping at of- it. A bunch of hooey. Yeah. Said on August the 1st, 2019, Coons and White House wrote to Ray asking for a complete picture of how the FBI handled the supplemental background investigation of Kavanaugh. Why in the hell, if it happened in 2019, why is it just coming out two years later? I I don't understand. That's a good question. White House said they asked why the FBI failed to contact witnesses whose names were provided to the FBI as possessing highly relevant information, how involved the Trump White House was in narrowing the scope of the investigation. Are you serious? Whether the FBI had used a tip line in previous background investigations. Jeez. Um, so White House had back in March, uh, White House, this is the guy the uh, legislator White House, not the White House, had back in March of this year asked the Attorney General Merrick (coughs) Garland to help facilitate proper oversight by the Senate into questions about how thoroughly the FBI investigated Kavanaugh. And he said he was seeking answers how, why, and at whose behest the FBI conducted a fake investigation these people have lost their freaking mind. You know, Democrats have totally lost their freaking mind. It's just they're they're looking for anything in the world they can do to drive a stake into the Republican Party, and especially Donald Trump, make sure he doesn't have a chance of running again, which, you know, but it's 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 never ending. You know, these people don't have time to do anything for the people of the United States because they're so busy trying to run around, get shit on each other, you know, and uh, it's just it's never ending. Never ending. Absolutely never ending. Um, Nothing for you to plunder. Commie bastard. You destroyed my country. Die! You stupid justice! Jeez. Such violence. What movie is that from? I think it's from a video game. 
<laughs> wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Well, so anyway, that's that's just another another mark on the chalkboard for the Democrats. They're just that's absolutely. Right. We haven't heard that noise, have we, in the last five or six minutes? Have we? No. I, yeah, I don't know. It must be that. Oh. <laughs> well, are you still sitting in your chair? <laughs> it was a run, uh, a drive-by fruiting. I don't know. What, <laughs> what a, goodness it's, gracious! It was a beastly man <laughs> <clears throat> beastly. in a leisure you suit. Know, in a leisure suit. <laughs> um, well, you know, Antifa's come back up in the news, Donald Wayne. We figured it wouldn't be long for. Um, they come up uh, again and again and again. Of course. This time, um, they were working on pouncing a bunch of Christians at a worship event in Portland. Um, pouncing? What do you mean, yeah. pouncing? Yeah. Kicking their <laughs> what? ass. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so there was, this is from Fox News, actually, by Daniel Wallace. There was videos from Portland showed a crowd of demonstrators violently shutting down an event where Christians gathered to uh, um, to pray on the waterfront before another. Let's see, yeah. So basically, uh, there was two instances of violence. Um, the first instance uh, was on Saturday at an open air event planned at Tom McCall Waterfront Park near Battleship Oregon Memorial to be hosted by Arthur. Uh, Arthur Palwaski, a traveling <laughs> preacher who's been arrested in Canada for holding in-person worship services in violation of coronavirus restrictions. Well, Did you make that name up? No, I, I can't make that up. Uh, Arthur Palwowski. Palwowski. <laughs> Palwowski. Yeah, Arthur Palwowski. Um. Several uh, Antifa Twitter accounts tweeted about the planned event, the post-millennial reported, and videos posted online uh, showed that a crowd of demonstrators dressed in black uh, block attire showed up at the waterfront to confront worshipers. Dozens of people carrying black umbrellas and shields are seen spraying red and yellow gas at the group of worshipers as other Antifa members steal sound equipment lawn chairs and wagons that were left across the lawn by families who come to listen to the pastor. And then someone gets on the freaking mic and says, all cops are bitches in the name of Jesus. And I'm like, um, what, what, what is wrong with people? Um, children were there. Toddlers were there. Um, and then they began, then the Antifa began throwing projectiles including eggs. Um, they threw a flash bomb a flash bomb into a group of kids that were out there. Um, a male worshiper said that a pastor walked up and asked a group of demonstrators to stop, but then he was pepper sprayed. Um, oh, it's this, yeah, so the, the Portland Tribune reported that members of the far-right group, Proud Boys, later showed up once they found out what was going on and then clash with the Antifa members. Um, it's just, I mean, 
you know, what did the, what did the Portland police do? And I, look, you know, um, a squad car for the Portland Police Bureau pulls up and flashes its siren, but seemingly had no impact in stopping the confrontation. Uh, a man is heard yelling at an officer behind the wheel, do your job. And, um, you know, nobody did at the time. But why would they? Everybody's wanting to defund them. Um, but the confrontation uh, uh, it was, they said it was over prior to any police response making it out there. So, but that's sad that you can't even get together and worship without the mob coming out there and just going out there with no other, th- no other thing in mind, but to break this up and beat down the people that were there, women and children and, you know, families there to worship. This is not like it was a KKK meeting. No. Um, so, yeah, I don't Yeah, great job. Antifa, you <sighs> stupid SOBs. <laughs> what, what is it with people on the West Coast? I mean, what happened to them? Did they, were they just, uh-huh. oh, it's back. Oh, geez, we're triggered. <laughs> it's, we're triggered. it's back. It's got to be this Bluetooth thing. I don't know why it's doing that, though. All right, let me pull out again. Um, oh. <laughs> it's, I'll just wait and put it back in when it's, uh, ready. I wish you would. <laughs> <laughs> when when it's time to use it Jeez. again. Oh uh, yeah, what's what's wrong with people on the West Coast and in Portland and Seattle? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's like they've got a blank check to just go out and whip anybody's ass that they want to. Um, you know, look, you know, we had every decade has their group of individuals who are disgruntled and confused and you know one of just you know anarchy is just raging through their system but i mean come on you know go to a metal concert and have a mosh pit and beat each other's ass don't go out there and take this out on people who are worshiping and being peaceful and and you know um, not threatening anybody it just doesn't make any sense at all Nothing was accomplished. It's amazing that Democrats tend to be the ones who scream they have a right for freedom of speech and they have a right to say what you know they want to and do this and always talking about their rights and their freedoms, yet they support people who go out there and interfere with other people's rights to express themselves and especially right. worship. Hey people, that's in the constitution too, okay? So that should be a federal crime as well. If you try to yeah. violate people's rights to congregate and worship as they so fit, as long as they're not sacrificing any small animals right. or anything, but um, nobody gets upset about that. Nobody. Yeah. I mean, well, I say nobody, we get upset about it, but right. Uh, it's, it's hypocritical. It's absolutely hypocritical. But that's why so many people are moving away from California and Washington and uh, Oregon, I guess. Of course, people in Oregon probably can't find their way out of there. I mean, there's not that many big cities in Oregon anyway, is there? 
I don't think. No, not a whole lot. There's, yeah, there's some, but not a whole lot. There's a lot of um, a lot of wooded maybe, area, forested. Yeah, well, not anymore. I mean, <laughs> well, with the wildfires, yeah, it got burned down. Just you know? I said the furs, <laughs> the furs. Yeah, the wild furs. Furs they make me kind of itchy. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's what was going on with old uh, knuckleheads. So. Jeez. Well, you know, I, I I just think that that's just something they probably that couldn't have happened, you know, three or four years ago before they started all this defund the police crap and before they started demonizing the police in so many of these mm. cities like Portland, uh, right. you know, police would have been in there um, Johnny on the spot you know, busting some heads if they had to, to protect people, <clears throat> but right. they've got everybody so afraid to touch anybody. Now it's, uh, you know, the, the chickens have come home to roost. That's it. Well, like I said, there goes my trip to the West coast. I guess I missed that chance. You know, I should have gone about 10 years ago. We're going to take a bunch of stuff off the old bucket list. <laughs> yeah, well, they're going to make it real easy for me. Um, so, you know, tonight, actually, the Senate uh, is up there in Washington, D.C., voting, or they're doing preliminary votes on this uh, this $1 trillion bipartisan. They keep calling it bipartisan infrastructure bill, I guess because they've got 17, 18 idiot Republicans that are you know, supporting this thing that, um, that's enough to call it bipartisan, but they've, um, what worries me about it is, is the stuff in there that, that we haven't really heard them talk about that much, but anyway, uh, let's see, I think they're supposed to have the final vote by Thursday, but they did a preliminary vote. Uh, well, they call it a test vote. Now we have a test vote. We should have done that with Biden and Trump last year, do a test vote. But right. um, And the 67 to 27 vote, 18 Republicans join with the Democrats to support moving forward on the legislation, clearing a key procedural hurdle for the bill. More votes, mostly on amendments, are needed before the Senate can approve the measure. Uh, it's unclear when the final vote will happen. Well, I heard on the news earlier today this should happen by Thursday. The Senate Democrats needed 10 Republican votes to pass the legislation, which is one of the top priorities of the president. We can get this done the easy way or the hard way. In either case, the Senate will stay in session until we finish our work, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said in a floor speech before the vote. It's up to my Republican colleagues how long it takes. All right. Here, here's my suggestion that you go back to Chuck Schumer. And somebody mentioned this the other day, so it's not an original idea in my head. Since the, 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 the Democrats in Washington, D.C. thought the Texas Democrats that ran away from the state and ran up there waiting for Papa Joe Biden to help them out, uh, and thereby, you know, 
not allowing Texas to have a quorum so they couldn't vote on anything down there. Uh, why don't we just get all the Republicans in the Senate to leave town so they can't get a quorum on this bill and then they can't vote on this bill? Right. Tell them to stick it. You know, if, if yeah, the, yeah, the Democrats can't say that it's okay for people in Texas, lawmakers in Texas to do that, but yet then criticize if anybody else does it. Um, of course, Mitch McConnell is, is supporting this bill and some of the Republicans that are supporting it, they say they're reporting it because the things that they support are for true infrastructure, uh, improvements, uh, but the problem is the Democrats have already told them there's another bill that's going to follow this one. And the next one, we don't need your support on. We're going to get it done by, um, oh gosh, what's the word? Reconciliation. So they're going to do the next, they say it's something like $3.4 trillion, something like that. Right. You reading your mail, Dennis Lee? Uh, <laughs> Republicans and Democrats have radically different visions these days, but both visions include physical infrastructure that works for all of our citizens, McConnell said in a speech. The investments this bill will make are not just necessary. In many cases, they are overdue. Well, why didn't you do this years ago then, people? Um However, most Senate Republicans are still hesitant to support this measure. Tennesseans, let's see, Bill Haggerty, a Republican of Tennessee, says before the test vote that he could vote no on ending debate on the bill, or that he would vote no, Tennesseans will support a bill that actually invests in hard infrastructure and does not add to the deficit. This legislation does neither, he, he wrote in a tweet. I will vote no on this procedural vote to end the debate. The bill roughly includes $110 billion for roads, bridges, and major projects, $66 billion for passenger and freight rail. Really, they're going to try to keep Amtrak alive? Huh. $65 billion for broadband infrastructure, uh, $55 billion for water infrastructure, such as eliminating lead pipes, you know, wouldn't you think that that would be a local issue? I mean, seriously, don't you think the cities and even with maybe help from their individual states should be responsible? Yes, thank you. Yeah, I would, I would, yeah, I would think the state would want to address that because um, different states will need a different amount of money. So well, yeah. some states may not need anything at all. Right. I mean, take Wyoming and, and uh, 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 Montana. I mean, you know, but right. uh, I don't know why that's a federal problem. I don't know why they need federal money for that. Um, let's see, $39.2 billion for public transit, $47.2 billion for resiliency, including flood and wildfire mitigation. Well, you know... Uh, yeah, give some more to California. They do so well with spending money out there. Uh, let's see, $7.5 billion for electric vehicle infrastructure, including chargers. 
Now, I will say the only way this electric car thing is ever going to work is if, if they can get enough of these charging stations, you know, on the interstate system and the highway systems across the country in order for people to be able to use, you know. Because- and how many of those things do you actually see? Um, every, you know, any, anywhere and, and they're going to end up, what they're going to end up doing. What in the Sam? Well, okay. That? Now, all right. Now I pulled out and it's not, it's still doing this. I don't know what the hell that is. That's gotta be uh, something. Uh, you got something plugged in over there that. No, I've got, I've got my headphones plugged in and my charger and that's it. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> um, I, you know, I can see them. I can see somebody taking the charge and saying, you know, there's a way we can profit from this. So we're not going to need as many gas stations um, or we'll need as many gas stations, but we're going to need as many or half as many of these electric charging stations. And you will have to put a credit card in and you will have to pay, but they're going to have to come up with some kind of quick charge option. It's not like you're going to sit there four hours and charge up your car. Can you see the fights now at the service stations? Somebody's in a hurry and all the stations are taken. And yeah, thank you. And and somebody's, um, you know, somebody pulls up there in a hurry. They got to get to the next, next town or whatever. And, and there's going to be, there's going to be some problems over these charging stations because if you can't get it down to under, I mean, I think at average, you, you maybe spend less than 10 minutes at a gas station filling up your vehicle. I mean, unless right. you go inside and, you know, buy something else, snacks or something. But uh, oh, I, 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 I've never heard of a vehicle that can charge in less than 10 minutes yet. So if if they develop the technology where they can fast charge them. But, you know, that's he wants to spend some of that money on that. Um. That'll be a very interesting problem because you would, almost, I mean, if you're a major gas station, if you're going to be a major electric charging station, say on an interstate highway, I mean, how many of those things you're going to have to have in the beginning, you won't want too many because you know, you're not, it's going to be a long, slow process, but, uh, I just, I don't know. Well, so the, the average charge for, uh, I mean, Tesla tops them out. Tesla um, has their Model 3 that it stays charged for 12 hours. Um, Chevy's got 10 hours, Nissan, Leaf, 11. Um, so the Porsche is 10 and a half, you know. But isn't that, isn't that dependent on... Let's let's say you run the air con- you're running everything in the car right. that you can physically run. It's nighttime. You got your lights on, right. windshield wipers going, air conditioner going. Yeah. Uh, well, right, right. Yeah, they say that that's all dependent on how many things that you're running uh, that's going to drain that battery. Right now, <laughs> the Tesla Model Three is currently the fastest charging electric car on the market. Um, so they say. Yeah. Um, Does it say how, how quickly? Uh, no, let's see here. Uh, 
can be as little as 30 minutes. So I'm, I'm assuming that's on the Tesla. Um, can you or see more than, or more than 12 hours for, from 30 minutes to 12 and a half to 13 hours. So even, even 30 minutes at a gas station, can you imagine how drastically that's going to change the travel patterns in this country? Uh, it's, I mean, I, I know eventually somewhere in the future, I mean, we won't have a choice or y'all won't have a choice, but it's, um, I can't imagine having to spend 30 minutes. Well, they say a typical electric car takes just under eight hours to charge from empty to full with a seven uh, kilowatt charging point. So, yeah, eight hours. How long does it take you to pull in and get gas at the service station? I can be gassed up. I, you know, in less than 10 minutes, I can be out of there unless I go in and get snacks. And then I I don't know, I guess with the, when you buy the vehicle, they give you a charging station that you can put at the house. I mean, it would have to, right? It would have to come with it. No, no, you no. Uh, well, I have, you know, most, most cars come with an extension cord. (laughs) <laughs> the it does. It does. Uh, that's what it says. That's called level one charging for those that don't know. And that's the it's 12, very... 24 hour right. charge. Yeah. They got an orange cord, I guess that pops out the, the car and then plug that up into your one, your one twenty. Um, well, the only person I know that, that has one, uh, uh, got a charging station installed. And I, I think, uh, you have to contract with an electrician to install those because they're they're not. I mean, they one you got to make sure you got the capacity at your house to to pull that kind of current. Um, geez, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it's going to be interesting. And and here's the thing. And I really wasn't going to get in on the electric car thing tonight, but here's the thing. Uh, there's going to be a lot of low-income people in this country that are not going to be able to afford to buy an electric car or get any of that charging station or all that other crap that that, that you have to have in order to, to have one. So how's that going to be paid for? Is that going to be another thing that uh, the government's going to kick in? Whoops. <laughs> Hello. What in the hell? It's <laughs> uh, just... just Almost knocked, my, knocked myself out there. Easy, but, easy. And that, but that's going to be another giveaway thing that they're going to have to have because, you know, a lot of people aren't going to be able to afford that. A lot of people just, I don't know yeah, that I can afford can it. Afford is, uh, if all you can afford is your level one um, charging station, which is just the cord the car comes with to plug into an outlet at the house. You could be looking at a couple of days to charge your car from empty <laughs> to full. So I was like, well, you know, hey, I'm not going to make it in and let my car go down to zero. And, you know. Well, there's the other thing. You know, maybe a lot of employers are going to have to look at insta- installing those as well. Right. It, there's just a lot of stuff that they got to fix in order to make that work. Well, they got to do it now if they want to have this all, you know, everybody driving an electric car in the next decade. I just don't see that happening. No. And, and, and then it's, it's, it's going to drastically change the way that people uh, get around uh, 
because it's going to add time to that. And then, you know, with your cities like Atlanta, Los Angeles, New York City, where the traffic is so bad, my fear is I'm sitting there with a car. Okay, well, I didn't charge it last night, uh, but I, I think I got enough to get home today. Then I get stuck on 285 for three hours. Um, and I see that, I see that little charge thing going down. Of course, I guess if you're sitting still, unless it's at night here again, I go back to nighttime or it's the heat of the summer. You're sitting there and, uh, and you're running the air conditioner. I don't know. I, of course they also Biden is, uh, the administration, they're trying to push people. They're trying to push mass transit uh for this country as well say that people americans are too uh married to their cars but you know what it's it's that mobility that made america partly made america what it is you know uh all the the variety of things that we had to offer in this country was because of the automobile and america yes drive-in movies stuckies um uh, so I was trying to think of something else. <laughs> drive through, drive through voting. I mean, only in America can you do that kind of oh, stuff. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Whoever the hell needs drive through voting. All right, one one last little paragraph on this thing here. It says, uh, "I don't know what am I hearing." Is it? <laughs> what is it? It. I'm not sure. Uh, it says this plan, this bill also has a number of proposals to finance the spending, including repurposing unused COVID-19 relief funds, um, sales of future spectrum auctions. And I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, re- the, the return of unemployment insurance funds to from some states that I guess didn't use it. Yeah. Good luck getting that money back. Um Let's see. Besides, let's see. What? Oh, okay. Democrats' infrastructure measure is expected to spend on free community college, child care, paid family leaves, and climate change countermeasures, or some of the other things that will come out of this money. So, hmm. Alan Zong shared that. <laughs> that I bet he did. <laughs> that, he shared that. <laughs> that little art, that little ditty with us there. So, more money, more money. We got some, we got some wussy Republicans up there that are just going to cave. What? I hit my button. Sorry. <laughs> what button did you Jeez. hit? <laughs> the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> did you hear that? Uh, you know, China is the is in the news more and more and more, and um, and you would think with China being in the news so much that we would hear more about this. And this is a story from the Washington Examiner by Thomas Spohr. Um, Spohr, that's his name. Yeah. Or maybe a Spoher. I don't know. <laughs> Spoher. Um, way to go, Thomas. Um, <clears throat> says, uh, the, the, why isn't the government telling us about the Chinese nuclear weapons? You know, you don't hear anything about that. We hear about Iran. We hear about North Korea. 
but we're not really hearing anything about the um, up to a hundred new missiles, missile silos that have been um, under construction in China um, here recently. Um, so basically, uh, let's say, let's say, uh, what was I yes. saying? <laughs> the Washington. Oh. <laughs> I thought that would be a good one. I the guess, Washington Post recently. <laughs> you want me to pull that article up just in case? <laughs> no, no. They recently highlighted how it was researchers at the Federation of American Scientists and the James Martin Center for Non-Proliferation. <laughs> say that five times real fast. Non-Proliferation Studies. Uh, not the federal government, who, using commercial imagery, reported finding two sites where over 100 new missile silos each were under construction in China. So 200 missile silos (laughs) under construction. At the same time, analysts at the all-source analysts, a private firm, again using commercial images, reported the new construction of a tunnel at a known Chinese test site. So this is fueled speculation. Beijing may be planning to resume some form of nuclear testing. And that's concerning, given the um, you know, given the the friction that's building up over there over Taiwan. Um, I saw those images that they they had on a, a news story yesterday. I guess it was yeah. uh, satellite images they were showing uh, the the the, right. the sites. I yeah. mean, come on, people. I mean, uh, stop worrying about Kavanaugh. Stop worrying about all this other BS. Put a halt order on the border, and let's start spending our money on defense and, and make sure that, you know, we're ready for these people when when they decide that they're uh, going <sighs> to spread their wings. Well, we need to be on the U.S. Strategic Command so this is the second time in two months the public has discovered what we've been saying all along about the growing threat the world faces and the e- and the veil of secrecy that surrounds it. Um, when uh, when Iran pelted U.S. forces at Al-Assad Air Base in Iraq with ballistic missiles, news organi- organizations had to use private, not U.S. government imagery to show the extent of the damage. Similarly, commercial cell phone data can now be easily mined to find movements of troops overseas. So, but in the case of the Chinese nuclear developments, the question must be asked, they say, why didn't the U.S. government see fit to let the public know of these alarming developments? And, yeah, I get it. There's there's things can, that they can tell us and there's things that they cannot tell us, which there's probably a bunch of things that... Um, they're not telling us, but uh, with the advanced in, in, in intelligence satellites and dedicated al- analysis, um, the government uh, surely knew that the new missile sites for months before the private organizations figured out for themselves. So um, it's, uh, it's, it's alarming unless that we've already got a plan and we're like, look, don't worry about this. Uh, we've got it handled. We know this is going on. We can't tell you what is what's about to happen. Um, you know, but the the 
It says reducing the role of nuclear weapons and avoiding an arms race might be a viable strategy if your potential adversaries share those goals, but the facts suggest otherwise. Vladimir Putin recently boasted his nuclear modernization initiative was approximately 86% complete. Moreover, Moscow has started six new destabilizing strategic weapons programs. As for China, the Trump administration's 2020 China Military Power Report predicted Beijing intended to double its nuclear arsenal within the decade. So, you know, we were on track and bolstering our military, getting ourselves set up to be protected because, you know, uh, what government really only has a couple of responsibilities outside of, uh, you know, uh, it's not the ones that they take the liberty of doing right now. People is, you know, they're supposed to be able to protect us and, um, you know, kill us with taxes. But <laughs> well, wait a minute. Uh, taxes weren't even weren't even part of the original constitution. I know. So, uh, I thought so, that would get you worked but, up. Yeah, but screw that donkey Kong stuff there. Um you're right. I mean, they're supposed to, that's one of their major jobs. But yeah. look at what they're spending their time on and tell tell the American people we should be confident they've got our back. You know, I mean, look, how do we look? And look, I'm, I'm, I, I'm in full belief that you know, there's different states need their infrastructure taken care of, but that's it. The states should be taking care of their own mess, you know, because they've obviously let it go for too long, and to where it's in such disrepair. So they should be responsible for taking care of it. If, you know, we want to dump our tax dollars into something. I want to dump my tax dollars into making sure our women and men on the front lines have what they need to take care of business and for people not to jack with our country in the first place. That's what I want my tax dollars to go to. Yeah, um, Biden needs to get his head out of his ass and start <laughs> getting the troops what they need or more shit like this is going to keep popping up. Okay, I'm going to back off of that. That's yeah, let me worked up. Let's get rid of this. Uh, you know, we're going to pay for all of this this college education. We're going to pay for uh, what else did I have in this? Oh, I, yeah. Thank you very much. Um, <sighs> these are things that the the federal government wasn't really ever supposed to be involved in. You know, if right. the states if the states want to have programs where they help people, like <laughs> like in Georgia, you know, you've got the the lottery supposedly was created in order to be able to to uh, give these uh, scholarships to to as many students as they could to help them right. pay for college. Well, do things like that, but stop sucking the American public dry and people in Georgia have to pay for uh, bridges and roads in New York State or California, for God's sake, when, you know, they've right. they waste more money than any any state in the in the union it, right. it just doesn't make sense and spend that money like you know you said dennis lee on the military because we're facing some people i mean they stand out there and tell the world that you know we want to bring down america you know iran wants to wipe us from the face of the earth but china and and russia would love to uh oh yeah to, to take us down. So, you know, because we're the only threat, we're the only people 
on the face of the earth that can defend everybody else from China and Russia if we get our, like you said, get our head out of our ass. Right. Yeah, we can't get out of our own way. So, yeah, that uh, that was an article that had me pretty worked up when I was reading that. Yeah, as you know, and, and Trump was working on military stuff, and and then you know, I've I've read several articles this year about how bad a shape you know we're in militarily, and how some of our uh, battleships are are you know not up to snuff, especially right. when China's over there cranking out new battleships you know, left and right. And, new and, battleships and new and new fighter jets. Uh, Russia's just uh, unveiled their new fighter jets. I mean, they're, they're working to move far ahead of us, you know. Uh, you think we're going to negotiate them to leave us alone? <laughs> no. No. I mean, there's already another article that came out that says China has enough stolen U.S. data to create dossiers on every American... In the United States, and yeah, I believe I, it. You just look at the phone that you've got in your pocket. I saw that yesterday, you and I, I, I'm like, yeah. uh, if you, uh, anybody. hey, what's his name, Chow Ping or Mao Ping, or what's his name, yeah, Mao yeah. Chow? Ping Pong, I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, if you're kidding. wasting yeah. any time checking on, on my stuff, <laughs> no, i tell you what. I'm going to give you some things that really entertain you. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make this a show. It's, I mean, it's, it's a mess. It's a mess. And people better wake up. I mean, look, it doesn't have to be all gloom and doom. Just saying, be aware. Know that things are changing. They're changing at a rapid pace. Only ones that we can get to do something and get these and get our troops and, and people that the money that we need to get these things taken care of is the lawmakers, the people that we're voting in to take care of business. They're not taking care of our business. They're so wasting their time change. on things that are useless. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, they're wasting time on things that are pet projects so they can try to impress more voters and increase their voting pool, just like this whole fiasco with the, the border thing. And I will say, what was I going to say here? What date was this? I'll just say this one thing on that. On Wednesday, the Border Patrol agents took into custody 834 unaccompanied children illegally crossing the southern border. One day, 834 kids. You don't think that that's not on purpose? You don't think that there's a reason all this is happening down there on the southern border? It's a distraction. It's it's sucking well, and it's a, money. It's a big human rights issue, too. I mean, um, to have the children having to go through this to get over here and um, some of these children going solo, I, it's just it's horrible horrible what uh, what's happening down at our border and what's been happening for years but you know it's just like enough is enough let's get this thing taken care of they don't want to they don't want to there's there's no interest in it except i did see something that there was a couple of democrats that were proposing some immigration legislation that they wanted to try to push now uh, but I did, it didn't have all the details, but I'm, I'm 
pretty sure that they're going to push, you know, for legalization, uh, fast track legalization and citizenship for a bunch of people. But, you know, if we didn't have an open border, if we had that wall and people knew they couldn't get in, like we were talking about Hungary last week, the 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 right, country right. hungry, not not that we were hungry, but the country of hungry. And people know that if you if you cross illegally into Hungary, they're going to put you right back outside the gate. If we had that policy here in this country, then there's no way that all these people would come up here. They come up here because they know that we're going to let them in. Right. And and so thereby we're, you know, the Biden folks are helping create this situation and putting these children at risk by sending them up there. I mean, the, the stories about what happens to some of them, especially some of the older uh, teenagers and, you know, about them being molested and raped and and the things that they do to them to get, you know, for them to get passage up here, it's just, it's, that's criminal in itself. And we contribute to that because we make it so easy for them to get in. But all that money that we're spending right now, and I, I'd love to see, I'd, I hope they, somebody comes out and tries to estimate how much money we've spent in 2021 on border issues in this country. That money could be going towards other things that they should be. And plus, like you said, uh, defending this country because it's going to get there. It's going to get to that point. So 800 in one day, Dennis Lee, I can't even imagine 800 kids in one day. Uh, One quick little story here. I thought was somewhat, it, when I first read it, I thought it was meant that this, um, well, I'll just say, I'll just give you, this is from the Epic Times. It says the warden at jail holding Epstein associate, uh, I can't pronounce her name, Ghislaine Maxwell. Was it Ghislaine Maxwell? You remember the woman that uh, was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Ghislaine or Ghislaine. Ghislaine, I don't know what the hell her name is. Uh, Maxwell. Yeah, call her G. But the warden at the jail holding her was charged with murder. This is a warden at a federal prison is charged with murder. And Tonya Ashford, 44 of Jackson, New York, New Jersey. (laughs) I started to say New York, New Jersey was charged with murder after allegedly killing her husband, Roderick Ashford inside their home. Uh, Antonia Ashford was also charged with possession of a weapon for an unlawful purpose. Well, you know, a knife can be a weapon for an unlawful purpose. Right. Uh, Let's see. Prosecutors in Ocean County said Jackson Township police officers on August the 2nd in their early morning hours responded to a 911 call about a man being shot. Officers found Roderick Ashford, 47, lying unresponsive on the floor with a gunshot wound to his face. What is it with people shooting people in the face now? Mm-hmm. Ashford, Ashford died on the scene despite efforts to revive him. Uh, an investigation determined Antonio Ashford pointed a gun at her husband and fired, causing his death. You got to really explain it that way, I guess, huh? I guess. Uh, 
Spokesman declined further comment. She's awaiting trial and charges related to her involvement. <laughs> Maxwell is awaiting trial and charges related to her. Oh, okay. We're talking about, okay. All right. It shifted, shifted gears on me. I said, what? Um, that's the other lady. She's still on, she's waiting her trial for the same th- stuff that, uh, Epstein was involved with. So, but yeah. Uh, right. so the warden of a prison, see, no matter what walk of life you're in today, there's people capable of doing bad things. This is true. What is what? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Whatever that is, wherever you are, if it's some kind of pod beam crap. Jeez. uh, I mean, I stuck it in. I took it out. It doesn't make any difference. It's still making the same noise. So I don't know, Todd. I mean, you know, maybe I don't know. it's something on my body, maybe making noise. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's a mess. Okay, indeed it is, Donald Wayne. All right, um, you got a you got a last little ditty there. Or? Yeah, real quick. Um, seven and a half million Americans are losing their unemployment benefits in September, but you know I don't have a lot of um, faith that that is going to take place. <laughs> First of all, um, this is an article by Maureen Backman uh, the, uh, out of The Motley Fool. First of all, seven and a half million Americans unemployed. How many, how many, I just don't, it's hard for me to fathom that that many people are unemployed when you can't even hire somebody to sweep the parking lot right now. You know, um, yep. that's true. But uh, yeah. Um, said that the American Rescue Plan, the $1.9 trillion relief bill that was signed this past March and put stimulus checks into millions of bank accounts, extended those federal programs until early September. It's also allowed for a $300 weekly boost to unemployment uh, worker or unemployed workers uh, with the same expiration date. So I know a lot of people have been saying, well, the, you know, the benefits expired. Well, no, they don't expire until in September. Um, but now that the deadline is coming close, um, you know, I'm sure people are going to say, hey, we need to go ahead and get this extended through the entirety. Um, and once a $300 weekly boost to unemployment expires at the beginning of September, Workers on workers on unemployment uh, was uh, those who worked as employees rather than contractors when they became unemployed will still be entitled to their regular state benefits. Um, their weekly income will drop substantially once that three hundred dollar goes three hundred dollars goes away, but they will still get to collect their regular benefits, which is probably between you know three and four hundred bucks. So. You know, somebody's making $600 or so a week, guaranteed. Um, there's individuals that could live off of that, you know? Um, of course, yeah. So why would they want to go look for work, I guess? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, unemployment uh, benefits for gig workers, uh, because the jobless rate has been much lower in recent months than it 
was earlier in the pandemic, lawmakers have no plans right now to extend benefits for the self-employed. There also aren't any plans to extend that $300 weekly boost past Labor Day, but um, many states, the boost has been gone since June or July. So, <coughs> excuse me, I guess some states could have, you know, were, were able to get rid of it sooner but when we actually did here in Georgia, but it hasn't affected um, uh, anybody seeking uh, a gainful employment because there's still nobody out here working. I know there, there's there's still signs people looking, you well, know, looking you know, for employees. Well, and then with this Delta strain going on and the numbers of the coronavirus, uh, this this new strain going up. I know. I looked at the map um, right before the show started, and the majority of the states were in red. So there's been a big uptick in uh, coronavirus cases. So people who are getting those unemployment checks might get a lifeline if this pandemic keeps going down that path um, and they get close to a lockdown, then they'll probably extend this. I mean, I mean, they're almost going to have to. I, I don't see, I, I they don't need to. I mean, I know some folks do need it and I'm not saying that the people who need it don't need to get it, but the people that are just taking it instead of going out and working, um, you know, that's just, we're going to, we're going to be in a pretty big hole if we don't get this thing taken care of. We need folks to go to work. Uh, I've never seen, I literally, every business I've looked at today while we were driving had a hiring sign out in front of it. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, that looks like those empl- extra unemployment benefits on a federal level will be running out in September. So we'll see if they extend it or not. Well, you know, supposedly, I mean, of course, the story changes all the time about COVID. But supposedly that even though the Delta variant is is more con, uh, contagious, I guess is the word to use. It's more contagious. It spreads uh, faster. But it's not supposed to be as deadly. And if you have vaccinations, you're really not supposed to have to worry about it other than you may feel no worse than you feel if, if you catch a cold. And so... You know, yeah, the, well, it's, not, it's not supposed to be as deadly, but I think more uh, young adults are catching this strain of the virus. Um, yeah, the, un, un, the unvaccinated. Right. And then you have, um, you know, the fact that the vaccinated can still carry the virus and pass it along to those that have not been vaccinated. So it's a, it's a mess. It's I a don't, mess. I, you know, I don't believe in, uh, you know, forced uh, inoculations, if you will. No, no. Uh, but I just, but they're going towards that. They're going, New York's already doing it, you know, a good. Well, they're, they're putting you in a position where you have to, in order to be able right. to, to go to work or, or make it convenient because if you don't get it, then they're going to, uh, right. you're going to have to submit to testing and, and frequent and, uh, yeah, what is it? The, probing. I saw, uh, yeah, probing. I just, well, 
<laughs> uh, I saw a story. I think it was in France. No, maybe maybe Italy, where there were they had a protest and a lot of people were burning their um, their uh, not inoculations. What is it? I'm missing the word here, Dennis Lee? Help me out. Their um, their shot record. I can't think of what yeah, I want to say. Yeah, their vaccination card. Thank you. Vaccination. That's the word I was looking um, for. Yeah, ding, 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 ding. I, uh, I believe that was in Italy. I saw that article too. Thank you for sharing vaccination. I lost that word. Uh, right right. That. So I they're, take they're, vaccination for 400. They're, they're uh, burning their vaccination cards in protest yeah. because the government's talking about you have to have them in order to travel. And they're saying, screw that. So well, I, I, they've already started. Some countries have already started banning um travel to the u.s and people from the u.s so again i I just don't know and i know there's been some people had some adverse uh, reactions to the vaccinations and i don't know what you say about that uh but given the consequences if you don't get a vaccination and the fact that you are likely to get ill uh, it's just, I don't know. I, you know, we all had to weigh those choices back when we decided to get vaccinated earlier on in the year. Uh, I wasn't real excited about taking something that wasn't totally approved, but then the choice was either do that or, you know, I I wouldn't have much of a chance of getting back to a normal lifestyle. So I, 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 I don't think there's any good answers now. I do still believe that we're part of the, um, you know, we're, we're part of the, the testing group to, <laughs> you know, uh, the trial period, if you would say. Um, but uh, it, it is what it is. I mean, but I don't believe you. Are you right? I don't believe you should force anybody shame on any, uh, um, you know, which is their prerogative, any business that wants to force that on their employees. But, you know, you're going to cut out a lot of good workers that are just standing up for what they believe in. Is, is it any different from catching the flu? You know, well, people it, that don't want to get a flu shot are right. going to start, you know, chastising them. Um, I mean, I mean, here's the thing. Maybe, maybe I just popped in my head. You know, I have those things pop in my head sometimes. Maybe uh, so the people who don't want to get vaccinated, instead of trying to keep them from being able to come back to work or whatever it's just you know work up an agreement and you have to sign it and say okay this you're we're not this company's not responsible if you catch covid here because number one we're advising you to get vaccinated if you choose not to for whatever reason or can't because of medical issues you know you're just not going to be able to come back to us because you know we're not forcing you to do this uh, you know, we have to make people accountable for their own choices. Well, there's got to be consequences. Yeah, I, I'm good with consequences. You know, um, yeah, I've heard, yeah, I even heard, saw an article that uh, said, well, you know, if they choose not to get vaccinated and they come down sick with coronavirus, then the hospital it shouldn't be on the taxpayer's back to pay that bill at the hospital. Well, you know, and I get what you're saying, but if you cross that road, you're going down a slippery slope um, because that not only would affect that situation, it applies to many other situations of uh, people who aren't covered 
in healthcare. So, yeah, you're not you're not going to get away with it because hospitals yeah. aren't allowed to turn people away. No, they're not. They still get money. Um, they're still compensated. So um, yeah, that won't go down. But I, I, I understand the sentiment towards that. You know, if they choose not to get vaccinated, you know, why should the taxpayers be on the hook for uh, their health care? But you know, that's you with a lot of things thing about obesity and smoking and drinking. I mean, we really have to say it about yeah, about everything. So right. So yeah, know, there's basically yeah. It's 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 a point that you can understand, but then logically it doesn't work in a civilized uh, society because we just can't let people die, sit there and say, well, you made the choice. So, you know, suck your last breath of air there, Charlie Brown. Sorry about that, but we're going to have to say no. But I I do Uh, think that they, you know, companies and, and, and even stores and things, if you choose not to get vaccinated, then that's not having people's, Say, well, I caught COVID at Costco, you know, and they're going to have to pay for my... No, bullshit. Right. It's not like slipping on some busted pickles. No. Um, no. <laughs> that's why here in Georgia, they've got science plastered on all these businesses. If you get COVID in our establishment, I'm sorry, but, you know. Right, right. Um, we do have chicken soup on aisle 12. <laughs> uh, I, it's, it's, it's a problem. It's a slippery slope, but, you know, we need to be careful that we don't punish everybody because some people don't want to get vaccinated or they can't for whatever reason. And there are some people that can't, um, you know, this, this is a problem that we haven't ever had to address before. We never had this issue with influenza. I mean, we didn't have this kind of public pressure and debate, um, and we didn't have it with the flu vaccine where, uh, you know, thousands of people die every year from getting the flu. But, you know, right. we've never had this kind of mandate issue before. And uh, I don't know. I, I just I can't help but believe a lot of it is not being milked by the political right. establishment. And I can't help but believe they would love nothing more than for us to be in a in a, a dire mode next November. <laughs> Oh yeah. So they can play with the uh, the voting issues again. But uh, I know where they would like to. Yep, I got something they can play with. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> well, we kind of saying that. I think we've kind of put ourselves in the old out there. I guess we have out, out, <laughs> out. She says. Uh, All right. Well, if you wanna, you wanna. Just share with them how they might be able to touch us. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, if you're of, uh, well, you know what? If, if we appreciate you listening to this episode of Try Stalking, um, you're listening. So why not hit that follow button and that'll update you on future episodes to come up. And you can check out all the others that we've done. Um, and if you are a mind to Twitter, make sure to check us out on Twitter. Um, uh, there's actually uh, at uh, Tristalk WG Moon and also at Tristalk D Lee. So Tristalk WG Moon and Tristalk D Lee. And, um, you know, 
tell us what you really think and follow <laughs> us there as well. You'll get updates on our opinions uh, if you if that entertains you and uh, also updates on our shows as well. Um, and you can find us on Facebook at Trice Talk and make sure to follow us there. All the articles that we use um, um, are all posted on there. All the shows are posted on there uh, with pictures and all that good stuff too. Um, and you're also welcome to email us at Tristalk69pts at gmail.com with any suggestions or complaints or, you know, um, any articles you'd like to hear us talk about or uh, any pictures you'd like to send us. I mean, BP, really. Um, <laughs> and if you are of a mind to look at any of these other places, we are also on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, LinkedIn, Listen Notes, and Playa FM. And we are on literally... Every night of the week. So whether it be a live show we may do once or twice a week and the mini pods that Donald Wayne is kicking butt on and the show we do together, there's something going on at Tristock every good old night. So um, we appreciate you. We thank you. Um, we love you. Thank you for being here. We couldn't do it without you. Yeah, the, the Tristock world is never closed. It's, we're, we're open for business 24 7 as uh, long yes. as we, as long as we can keep it up um yeah i i tweet i followed somebody uh over the weekend i guess i've been following a lot of people lately and i followed somebody over the weekend i got it got invited to uh, live in a commune in Arkansas, so I don't. I gotta I go bet. back and yeah. I gotta go back and see <laughs> what it was I followed there. Get, <laughs> as long as you get to keep your clothes on, I mean, those yeah. things go around. Uh, you know, um, and look, we're looking to boost up these old Twitter's Twitter followers. <laughs> so uh, make sure to make you sure to your, follow our Twitter. Would you? <laughs> you want to? You want to boost your Twitters? <laughs> Yeah, we want to boost our Twitter, so make sure to follow them. So, you know, the bigger Twitter, the better is what I heard. So That's a rumor. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. So, yeah, we should. We'll have a, a live show coming up this week, right? Yeah. Okay, so uh, we'll post that. Well, actually, I, you know, I never really look for the shows. I post these things, but I never look for them. So I guess you can go on there and see if it's, it says that the show is public, and then you can on our calendar. Is that what it is? Our schedule? Right. Is yeah, that how? Put it on our schedule on Podbean. Yeah. So you can look on there and see if it says public. That means we will be live. Yeah. We're live now, but you just don't hear us live. Okay. Yeah. So, we're just not. I mean, you know. We, you know, yeah, um, we're not like <laughs> right there with you when I mean we're with you, but yeah, well, this you know is what we mean this isn't oh, a God. seance. We're you know we're not coming <laughs> to you from another world. It's we're still live. Yeah. We're just not live to you at this moment. All right, with all that bullshit, uh, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Trice Talk tonight, and and hope you all will. Hang with us, and like Dennis Lee said, follow us if you like what we're doing. We'd love to hear from you as well. So suggestions for shows, suggestions for getting out of town, whatever. Let us know what yeah. you think. Um, no closing thought. I just My closing thoughts are on hiatus right now, 
And uh, I guess if you'll get the, let me turn my little button up here. Uh, let Grab me pull this. the chain. I'll get the lights out of the way. You notice that thing hasn't been making that noise in the last 10 or 15 minutes? I haven't heard it. Yeah, mm -hmm. Did you unplug something? No, sir. <laughs> you didn't unplug anything. No, okay. still fully wired. So. All right. Well, if you'll get the light bulb, Dennis Lee, uh, we'll... Right, I'm putting it in my pocket. <laughs> Stay safe, everybody. Drone like a star, my vice, leave I opened my eyes to take a peek. To find that I was by the sea, gazing with tranquility. Just then when the hurdy gurdy man came singing songs of love. Then when the hurdy gurdy man came singing songs of Histories of ages past Unenlightened shadows cast Down through all an eternity The crying of humanity Tis then when the hurdy-gurdy man Comes singing songs of love Then when the hurdy-gurdy man Comes singing songs of love I'm a